Dental Associates of Northern Virginia redefine what it means to visit the dentist. Get top quality personalized support from committed experts who prioritize the well-being and satisfaction of you and your family. Care is centered on a highly personalized treatment plan backed by the trust and support of long-lasting relationships. Schedule your next appointment by visiting dental1-va.com slash offer slash Sirius XM. This is Mission Control, Houston. Ignition sequence start. I've been preparing for this all my life. Here's Porter on hard and taking him to school. What a great play by Jay Shante. J.J. Martin climbed Bobon Mountain. T-minus 15 seconds. Guidance is internal. And you've seen tonight that we, we fought together, we stayed together, and it's about damn time, man. Six, five, four, three, two, one. What is up and welcome to another episode of Locked on Rockets, your daily podcast home for everything Houston Rockets basketball, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every single day. Today's episode is brought to you by Stat Hero, the first ever daily fantasy sports book that gives the player the advantage. Go to stathero.com slash locked on for 300% back on your very first play. As always, I'm your host, Jackson Gatlin, native Houstonian and partner at Apollo Media, all Houston, all original. Be sure to follow along on Twitter at JT Gatlin, the show, of course, at Locked on Rockets, as well as at Apollo HOU. Now, today we are joined by a Rockets legend, two-time back-to-back NBA champion, number 11, Vernon Maxwell. Max, how are you doing, my man? Hey, I'm doing good, Jackson. Thanks, man. How are you doing? I hope you're doing well. I'm I'm doing well. I'm I'm excited. I'm happy to have you on the show. I know Rockets fans are gonna love hearing from you, and I'm also extremely excited to get my hands on my very own Mad Max jersey. I, I missed out on the last time you had them. How many more you got in stock, and how long are you gonna be doing this for? Uh, well, we got we got bunch in stock, so um, uh, we're pretty much stocked up. But um, um, been doing it for a long. Well, I guess the Rockets put the Levin and Yao. Mings, um, so I just came up with my own jerseys, you know, and um, um, and um, I mean, and I'm, I, I support myself, you know. I put my own jerseys out, you know. They didn't, if they weren't gonna do it, I, I'm doing it. So, and and that's how it came about. So, I mean, I mean, that's about it. Well, I'll tell you what, I'm excited to get my hands on one and, and throw it in a frame. And I've got a spot on this wall that has that still has a, a James Harden uh, piece of art that needs to come down. And you already know what's going up in that spot instead. It's going to be Mad Max right up on that wall. <laughs> okay, Jackson, I appreciate that, buddy. Appreciate that a lot. We're gonna make sure we get you one. All right, so so Max, listen, uh, you've been pretty vocal about wanting a role within the Rockets franchise in some capacity. So I want to know if you had your pick, what would you see yourself doing for the Rockets franchise? Oh man, several things. I mean, I can, I can be an assistant coach. I can. I could go up in the front office and work um, and do things of that nature, you know. Um, I mean, like, you know, I, I don't... 
but I guess what what would be your favorite? Like, what could you see yourself doing to the best of your abilities? You're just like, you know what? I know that if I stepped into this role, I, I, would, I would kill rather, it. I would rather be a commentator uh, talking about the game and, and you know, and, and being around the game that way. That that's that's my favorable uh, position. I think I would like to do. Yeah. So yeah. And that's what I want to do. You've also kind of mentioned that you know you don't exactly have. Uh, a pre-existing relationship with the current Rockets ownership. Is there any, has you, have you made any, any, any steps there to kind of getting to know them? Hey, you know, it's me, it's Mad Max. I've been a big part of the organization. You know, I'd like to get to know you guys a little bit. A- any progress on that front? I really, I mean, I've, I've met, uh, Mr. Petita, uh, and things like that. And, um, you know, I know Raphael's, you know, I know all those guys before, you know, he became where he's at now. And I know all those guys in the front office and stuff like that. But I just don't really, you know, I don't have a real, real good relationship with Mr. Petita like I did with the other guys that owned the teams previously before him. And that's all I'm saying. And, and, and I would like to get to know him better, you know what I mean? And, um, so, but, um, I mean, that's all I was really trying to get at. I mean, it's nothing negative, nothing. I mean, I was just saying that, you know, I would like to get to know him better and, and, and maybe our relationship can grow, you know what I mean? Because I have been a big part of the organization. I mean, so, I mean, so, I mean, bought the first championship to the city. I mean, any championship ever to the city. And uh, so I just feel like I don't feel like, you know, Houston owes me anything and I don't want nobody to be feeling sorry for Vernon, Mad Max, whatever you want to call me or whatever. that name. I don't I don't want nobody to feel sorry for me because I, I, I'm doing I'm doing well, you know, with what the way I live. I, I'm, I'm happy. You know, what I mean, so I mean, don't feel sorry for me like, oh, I'm, you feel sorry for me and Vernon, you know, I, I mean, like I'm begging because I'm not. But I'm just saying that. No, but it'd be it'd be a good put, it'd just, be a great I just fit. I want to put that out there. Yeah, of course. No, and I I don't think anybody would interpret it that way, uh, Max. You know, I think it's one of those where you know the Rockets fans we, we we love that that nostalgia, that feeling of the championship days. And I think you you see it right. You know, Matt Bullard stepping away from the broadcast that was crazy. Nobody nobody expected that to happen. Yeah. And right. the the support that he received because we love Bull and we love right. you and you know Rockets fans love to remember those those wonderful days the championship glory days and you would be that next connection to to be able to spark some of that interest if you make it on the broadcast. Hey Jackson, I appreciate that. It means a lot, man. Coming from you, man. I mean, I, I mean, thanks a lot. But um, I I'm, I agree, and um, I, I mean, you know, I, I mean. I know I do a lot of podcasts and stuff, and I just, I'm having fun, you know what I mean, with this podcast thing, you know what I mean? I mean, I mean, and and I I might say some words, you know, I might not, shouldn't be using the things or whatever. I mean, I mean, they tell me, oh, wow, man, man, how's, do you know how to, you know, yeah, I know how to talk without cursing. Of course I know how to talk. I went to, I mean, I went to the University of Florida, I went to school, I mean, I mean, I, I, I know how to talk without cursing. I mean, so... I mean, I do interviews all the time without cursing. Just like now, I haven't said a curse word. I'm just saying, that's, I mean, I know how to turn it on and turn it off and when to do it and when not to do it. So, I mean, I'm just I'm just saying, I just would like an opportunity. That's all I'm saying. Hey, man, we got, we got to make Houston clutch again, right? 
That's right, brother. Let's do it. Let's make it happen. All right. Now, yeah. coming up, I, w- I want to, Max, I want to find out a little bit more about your your time as a player. Talk about you, the rivalry with the Jazz. Maybe get a Rudy T story in there. And we're going to get there after a quick message from my friends over at Stat Hero. Do you know 85% of people who play daily fantasy sports lose? Is it really that surprising? The game is rigged against you. You're playing against thousands of other lineups, not to mention experts who have more tools and more time. You don't stand a chance. But now there's Stat Hero. It's the first ever daily fantasy sports book that puts the player in control and winning within reach. Here's how it works Stat Hero shows you their lineups and dares you to beat them. It's you versus the house in a head to head fantasy matchup. You name your stakes, winner take all. You have the advantage. Stat Hero is showing you their lineups ahead of time. No one else does that. So go to stathero.com slash locked on, sign up for free, and right now you can get three times back on your first play. They're giving you 300% match. That's unheard of. So go to stathero.com slash locked on. Stathero.com slash locked on. Another message from our friends over at Built Bar. Look, if you've never had a protein bar that you've actually enjoyed, right? Protein bars have always been a chore. You just can't look forward to them. You gotta check out Built Bar. They've got so many incredible flavors to choose from. Mint chocolate brownie, peanut butter brownie, coconut almond, cherry, raspberry, salted caramel, coconut brownie chunk, which is my personal favorite one. There's a Built Bar for everyone. And the best part about these bars, right? They're not like traditional protein bars. They're basically candy bars that are jam-packed with protein. Every single bar covered in delicious chocolate. Every single bar is low-cal, low-sugar, high-protein, high-fiber. Great if you're on a keto diet. You can check them out. Just visit BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCK15 and you'll get 15% off your first order. Again, that's promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. And continuing on here at Locked on Rockets, your daily podcast home for everything Houston Rockets basketball, chatting with Rockets legend Vernon Maxwell. Now, Max, take us back to your playing days against the Utah Jazz. What was that rivalry like, and why is there so much bad blood still there between you and the Jazz franchise? Well, you know, it's just like back in the day, it was a game. I was just playing in a game, but, you know, it was it was like it, it scarred me, you know, um, the things that they were saying. You know what I mean? And um, and I've been saying this for a long, long time, ever since I played in, in the NBA out there in Utah. It never fails. Every time I got to hear the, the N-word or I'm getting called out by my name and, I mean, talk about my mom, my, just about people that they don't even know. I mean, and then, and then, and, 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 I mean, and these, and then these, these security people, they let them just say and do anything they want to do out there. And now, see what happened with John Morant and his, pop, his pops and his, and his moms, you know? So now I guess people taking heed to what I said, you know, and, and listening now to what I said about those people out there. I mean, I mean, they just, I mean, I don't, I ain't saying it's all of them, but it's a lot of bad apples out there in Utah. I mean, that's, they, they're racist, man. And, um, I mean, I mean they're bold with it, too. And that's the crazy thing about it. These times and days, they're bold with it still. I mean, I mean, I mean, but you couldn't do that nowhere else, man, because, man, somebody, man, I'm just saying, I ain't, I'm just saying, man, somebody really hurt somebody, man, by, you know, I mean, by the disrespect. But I'm just saying, man, I, and um, it's just, I don't have... 
I, I don't know how to put it. I just, I just, it's just like, I just can say that they scarred me with the things that they said to me out there and they got away with it. And, and I just didn't like it. And I just feel now I'm a, I got a platform I can use and, and I can talk about it. And that's all I'm doing. I'm just speaking against the rednecks. And, you know, you talk about the John Morant situation and then you got other other guys, obviously Kyrie Irving, uh, you know, with, with the Boston Celtics. You got Russell Westbrook, you know, getting popcorn dumped on him, like just all this stuff. And it's this sense of entitlement that, you know, I try to preach fairly often that. People, there's people who watch this game and don't remember that NBA players are human beings. These are these are you know living, breathing human beings with emotions and and you know all, all of this. And I think that the NBA has done a really good job as being you know the quote unquote progressive league. So in your eyes, how does it feel to see you know as soon as somebody makes you know does something you know so disrespectful, you know makes a dumbass move like dropping popcorn on a player or whatever, that NBA security they're taking it so seriously now, and these fans are getting banned for life. Because at the end of the day, they're not fans. They don't respect the game, and they're not respecting the players, and they deserve to be punished for that, right? I agree. I agree, and that's what I'm think. That's what I'm saying now. I'm liking the way they now are taking heed to what's going on with these people in these stands. Because these, I mean, it's, it's crazy. It's just like, and you hit it right on the point, Jackson. I can't. I could any better than what you said. I mean, because I mean, like you said, once again, I'm gonna say it again. We are human beings. I mean, we breathe. We have families. We. I mean, I know everybody think we're some type of machine out there because we're playing this professional in this sport. We're doing what a lot of people really can't do. And um, you can say and do anything you want to us, and we have to stay on to what we're doing. Stay on. Keep our stay on task with playing ball. And 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 when you say something out of the stands to oh what. You know, and it, oh, you know, I'm I, now you got my attention. I mean, so I'm just saying, man, you just gotta watch what they say, man, and 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 the fans do, and and just be respectful. I mean, just the way you, the way you want to be respected, and the way you want somebody to talk to you and talk to your wife and your or your kids, man. Just you know, because we got families, and I mean, kids and moms, dads you know, grandparents and everything. All, I mean, so, I mean, just like everybody else. So just be respectful to everybody, man. That's about it. That's all I'm trying to say. So, Max, Rockets fans hear pretty often, way more than they should, pretty much all the time, that the back-to-back titles have asterisks because Michael Jordan took a break to, to play T-ball. But, yeah. but Max, you got to tell us, why, why would Houston have had Chicago's number had those two teams met in the finals? Well, First of all, they couldn't, they ain't have anybody to stop dreaming. I mean, come on. I mean, I, I just, I just, the numbers, I mean, I, I mean, I understand Mike wasn't there, but I mean, you got to look at the numbers, though. The numbers don't lie. When we played them guys, we were beating their ass. And that's all I'm saying. I mean, I, and, and that's all I can go on. And, and we were a better team than team it's always matchup problems with some 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 teams for some teams and things like that and and that's what we were with them we were we, we were a matchup problem with them because they had nobody for a dream i mean nobody could stop that man i mean i mean them two that them two years right there 
I mean, that man was on a run. I mean, he was on a tear. And I, I, I don't care who you had on what team. We was gonna, we was gonna win that them two years. The, the way that, the way Dream was playing, there was no way in hell. I mean, they could have beat us. I mean, I mean, I mean, we matched up well with them. You go, if you go, except maybe with Mike. Okay, you you look at every position, and I think we were pretty much equal with them. I mean, or better than than what they had in the on their roster. You know what I mean? And then coming off the bench, I know we had more firepower coming off the bench than they did. So I mean, I'm just saying we were just a better. It was just it was a tough matchup for them and us. But I mean, I know they put the Astros and stuff by. But I mean, shit, man. I'm, I just get tired of talking about it. I know where to beat their ass, so I know that. So And, and, and you, Max, I need you to give yourself a little bit of credit there. You're saying they matched up really well. You're talking about Dream, but, uh, you know, there's very few players in the NBA who really made, you know, MJ work, and you were one of them, right? And that, that, was, that was a matchup where, you know, that would have been a series of hell for him having to go up against you for seven games. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, well, that's what I would, you know, I would, and that's what, you know, everybody – Everybody say, you know, that, you know, he was going to just, but I mean, you just, like I say, you just go back to it and go back up the tapes. I mean, shit. I mean, you can Google any damn thing nowadays. So go back and Google those damn games when we played against them in those years before he he went and played T-ball, like you said, before those, go back and look at those games and see how me and him was going at each other they would see it wasn't going to be easy for him either. Shit, because I was going right back at him just like he was coming at me. I was coming right back at him. But like I said, we just had a big dream. They, they, they just couldn't have beat us, man. I mean, I, I, I mean I, I'll leave it at that. They couldn't have beat us. What, and you talking about those teams, what made Rudy T so special as a coach? Man, he just, he just a player's coach, man. I mean, he know, you know which buttons to push to get his guys going and when we wasn't going good and he know what to do, what to say. And I mean, and he could say pretty much anything to everybody on the team, you know, because I mean, we trusted and believed in everything he told us. I mean, I mean, it was just a trust thing with us, man, with Rudy T. So, and um, I mean, I mean, he was just, I mean, he was cool. He had different relationships with everybody. I mean, it was, it was just, it was, it was, he was just such a cool guy to play for. And, and when I played for him, I didn't feel any pressure. I mean, I mean, it's like he took the pressure off for the game away from like, and then just, I mean, just, it was different. He just, he was just a great guy to play for. And it wasn't like I was playing for a head coach. I was playing for like a teammate, it seemed like. So it was just great to play for Rudy T. He let me go out and do my thing. And, and a lot of coaches wouldn't never ever let me do that. So, and he let me go out and play the way I know how to play and be the person I, I, I was and, and, and never did, you know, hold it against me. So, and, and that's what I loved the most about him. You still keep in touch with Rudy? Did you uh, congratulate him for his uh, Hall of Fame induction? Of course, you know, yeah, we, you know, we all did. We, um, but um, I just, I, I, I can't never forget it, you know what I mean? Because that's, that's special to me because when a guy, and he's up there on that stage and he have enough, you know, just, just to think about, you know, just to think about me and, you know, and, and wanted to thank me, Vernon Maxwell, Matt, Max, you know, for the things I did to help him get to where he's at. So, I mean, that's, that's, that speaks volumes. I mean, I mean, 
I mean, I mean, I can't. I mean, that's a blessing. I mean, so. All right, I got a little bit of a fun one for you here, but do, do you remember maybe the first time ever that you saw Sam Cassell do the big balls dance, and what was your reaction to seeing that? No, oh, man. <laughs> it was just so funny, man, because he's already bow-legged. And then he, just, <laughs> and he, and he didn't even make his legs more bow-legged. And then he, you know, it's just funny, man. He just, Sam was a funny guy, man. I, I, I love Sam. I talked to him yesterday. I'm going to see him down in Atlanta. Uh, when they come down to Atlanta um, on Friday to play. Uh, so... And up for Sam, you know what I mean? Because he really does deserve, you know, some accolades and stuff. A big part of all that stuff that happened, you know what I mean? And game three in, in New York, there's no way we hit, win that game and if Sam don't hit that big three at the top. Okay, I'm just saying, I mean, so, but I just think, you know, Sam need to be talked about and, and remembered too a lot more than, you know, what we do. So, but I'm gonna leave that note. I'm gonna just be. I'm gonna be through with that. Okay. <laughs> All right. Coming coming up, I got a few more questions for you, Max. I want to talk about current day modern NBA, a couple others, and we'll get there after a quick message from our friends over at Lucy.co. Lucy Nicotine is a company founded by Caltech scientists and former smokers looking for a better and cleaner nicotine alternative. Researched and developed for three years to be made for people, not patients. Lucy has created a nicotine gum with four milligrams of nicotine that comes in three different flavors, wintergreen, cinnamon, and pomegranate. Lucy also has a lozenge with four milligrams of nicotine that comes in three flavors as well, cherry ice, citrus, and mint. It's 2021, get rid of your cigarettes, unplug your vape, throw out your dip, and get some Lucy nicotine gum or lozenges. This is the real deal, a subscription to Lucy comes directly to your door each month. It's so simple, you don't have to leave your house because Lucy has delivery down pat. Lucy lozenges and gums are also FSA and HSA eligible, so you can spend pre-tax dollars on them. Locked on NBA Network listeners, go to Lucy.co and use promo code Locked on NBA to get 20% off all products on your first order, including gum or lozenges. That's Lucy.co and use promo code Locked on NBA at checkout. Also, I have to give this disclaimer. Warning, this product contains nicotine derived from tobacco. Nicotine is an addictive chemicals. Lucy.co and be sure to use that promo code locked on MBA. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks, then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And final segment here at Locked On Rockets, your daily podcast home for everything Houston Rockets basketball, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every single day. Today on our road to the finals, our NBA playoffs coverage is brought to you by Michelob Ultra. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. And at 2.6 carbs and 95 calories, we can all enjoy the games a little bit more this season. Of course, continuing on our conversation with Rockets legend Vernon Maxwell. Now, Max, looking at you know, basically as an elite defender, right, especially considering the era in which you played, 
How do you feel about how NBA defense is officiated in today's game with everything favoring the offensive player? Uh, well, it's tough, man, to play defense in the NBA now. It's, it's tough to stop these guys in the NBA. I mean, you can't put your hands on them. You can't do anything. You know what I mean? So, I mean, I mean, defense in the NBA now, you, I mean, the good defensive players, they, I mean, they really, I mean, it's tough. I mean, because you can't put your hand in the cookie jar. And I mean, it, it just, it, I mean, it, it's just tough. And in defense, you've got to be able to touch somebody to be a good defender. You can't just be like, oh, like, got my hands off him. I got my hands off him. You know, you've got to be able to touch somebody. So, and that's all I'm saying. And uh, I think they're putting those guys at a disadvantage and not being able just to touch them a little bit. You know what I mean? So, and, um, but um, I, I, I think it'll be hard for me to play in these days, like I keep saying all the time, because I can't touch nobody and, and everything or whatever. But, um, uh, it's 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 just different these days. These and these kids that play these days, they're different. I mean, everything like like I think Stephen Jackson was talking about it one other day. The other day we was talking about like everything's got to why why they keep running over to that table all the time to look at the to, to looking at something. I mean, if he called it, that's what it is. Just like when we used to play, we never used to go over to the table. I mean, the ref made the call, and that's the call. Let's go, keep playing. Let's go. I mean, dang, they got to make sure it's perfect all the time. Oh, who finger it went off? This went off his finger. Oh, man, I'm like, what the fuck is we looking at? That's all I'm saying. It's just different, man. It's hard for me to look at it. I mean, only time I can watch it really is in the playoffs. So, but other than that, man, that's what I got to say about it. So it sounds like, and correct me if I'm wrong, it sounds like you think NBA players are a little soft today, huh? Uh, a lot of them are. A lot of them are. A lot of them couldn't have played back in the day. You know, I mean, I swear to God, a lot of them couldn't have played back in the day. And I, and I, I can say that for sure. I know that for sure. Now, Max, it, we got this, you know, the Rockets have gone through a crazy rebuild in a very short amount of time. But they got a couple young guys, you know, Christian Wood, Jay Sean Tate, Kevin Porter Jr., and K.J. Martin. Basically, this this core four group of guys, their, their young core, so to speak. Of those guys, who do you like the most and why? Well, I like the young guy, Tate, you know. Uh, well, he, he's, I can tell he's working on his offensive game. And, um, you know, I can tell he's working. I mean, uh, and, uh, and, and and he's becoming like a two-way player, you know. I mean, that boy, he he, he, he gets out and he, he could have played back when we played in the day because he, he, I like him. He's, he, he's physical and uh, he'll guard you. And he's, I can see he's working on his jump shot and things like that. So, I mean, I like old Tate. I mean, but I like Christian Woods and all those other guys, too, you know. And uh, that young kid at the point, Porter. Yeah, I really like him a lot, too. So, I mean, they got, they got a good little nucleus. And uh, K.J. Martin is great. I like he's good for the uh, squad, too. I just think they need to get a real, real true superstar and get him around them. You hear what I'm saying? Yeah. A real, real, true superstar. That's what they need. They, like if, they got the they good just, foundation there. That's for sure. Yeah, yeah. And they, and they get a good draft pick. This, you know, hopefully, you know, we can get the first pick and get Kate. And, you know, that'll be, oh, that'll be real big. That'll be a, a, a great start, you know, and, uh, and uh, go from there. Max, you mentioned being being in Atlanta, and you know your your son's playing for Georgia Tech. How's that going? And uh, are we going to be looking at a second generation Maxwell in the NBA in a couple years, hopefully? 
Oh, definitely. Most definitely. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's on his way. Yeah. Like I was talking to him uh, the other day uh, when he come home and uh, I was just telling him that we ain't had no, ain't no pressure for us. You know, we still got four years left, you know, to go to school and play. So, I mean, ain't no pressure. Just let's just have fun with it, baby boy. And that's what he's doing. I mean, he's a young kid. I mean, he was up there. He did his whole year in college. He was 18 years old. I mean, a whole year. So, and he just turned 19. So he's ready now. He broke his foot the first year. Um, they put a screw in his foot. And then now he's all the way fully healthy. We'll see him playing this year. Yes, you will be seeing him play. And a year in the league, he will be making money in the NBA. He definitely will be doing that. And, and how? Tristan. His name is Tristan Maxwell. Tristan Maxwell, we're going to have to remember that name, and especially because, right, Max, you look around the NBA at so many, you know, generational, you know, families who have had, you know, multiple, you know, father-son duos playing the league. You got the Currys. We just finished talking about, you know, K.J. Martin, his father, obviously, Kenan Martin uh, Sr., playing in the league for as long as he did and having such a, you know, such a strong career in the NBA. How much would it mean to you to, to, to see your son, you know, get, get drafted, see his name called up, and then be able to start watching him play in NBA? games oh man i'll speak oh man that means everything in the world for me i mean because oh, now i can get him out of my pocket <laughs> <laughs> and uh and concentrate on my little man but no nah, man it, it, it'll mean everything for just for him man because i know how hard he's worked for it and and you know i mean and and what he's been doing to try to get there and I mean, and uh, so, I mean, I mean, I just want him to have his blessings and where he can taste it and get it and, and see what it's like because this is his dream, what he wants to do. And he's working real, real hard at it. He's a great student, great man, totally night and day. We totally are night and day. He's totally different than me, but um, but that's okay. But um, he's, a, he's just a, he's a good kid. He's, he's going to be a successful man. I know that. Well, Max, you have been an absolute pleasure. Is there anything you want to say to the diehard Rockets fans listening to this show right now before we let you get out of here? Uh, not really, man, but hey, um, just keep your heads up, Rocket Nation. You know what I mean? We're going to be all right, okay? We, we, we build it. And remember, Steven Silas is doing a great job for us. I mean... I mean, come on. I mean, he did it. I mean, I, 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 mean, I can't say I, I love Stephen Sowers. I've been knowing him for a long time. He did a great job last year, last year, last season. And uh, we're going to keep pushing. And they all stay behind Stephen Sowers, too, everybody. All right? All right, that's what I have to say. Max, I appreciate you taking the time to be here with us today. Okay, no doubt. Thanks, Jackson. Appreciate you, brother. Thanks for having me. All right, that is going to do it for today's show, our episode with Rockets legend Vernon Maxwell. As always, thank you so much for listening, and we look forward to having you back right here at Locked on Rockets, your daily podcast home for everything Houston Rockets basketball. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America.